Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the Fake Friendos podcast presented to you by me, Cam Steele, alongside Arjun Kumar. What's the what's the center quote? Uh, oh yeah, gap. yeah. If you no yeah. longer, uh, yeah, if you no yeah. longer make a move or take a position that exists, <laughs> you cannot call yourself a racing driver. <laughs> Danny Fox. So <laughs> bad. Is that is that what you wrote on your script, Cam? Was that what you wrote? Down? <laughs> Literally just says the word hello under it. Open up a word dog and just said hello. Okay, cool. Andrew Bargava. I don't what are you even talking about? I wasn't paying attention. Alright. Welcome to episode seven, I think. I had to go back and double check on what episode we were fucking on, because it's has been like what two weeks since last episode because it's been a while yeah we slacked slacked off last week it's been even longer for danny but we are back episode seven um just me and danny here today the other two boys are arjun and drew are busy um whatever snake attacked danny when he was gone must have migrated over to (laughs) chicagoland area and uh bitten them in some body parts i'm not sure which ones We'll have to get that information back. I'll let Snake you know. Just, Snake is very anti-podcast. He's trying <laughs> yeah. to take everyone out. You gotta watch but out for them, back. Uh, we'll get the information to you once we know, but um, <laughs> it's me and Danny here. Danny, how you doing? What you been up to the past two weeks or so? Good. Uh, recovering well from my snake bite, so that's huge. Um, first good. first. But yeah, watching F1, playing F1. Mm-hmm. kind of just hanging around the house but the real reason i was gone was because i had covid for anyone yes. actually curious yeah so uh taking it easy um definitely i found out actually this is kind of funny i found out i had covid the day after i went to the first game <laughs> of the nets celtics game so if anyone was sitting up near the rafters <laughs> for game one in boston you might want to yeah, go, go get go. yourself checked <laughs> go get checked <laughs> I think anyone uh, going to a game like that is probably at risk anyways already. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> right. I'm definitely not helping. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Unlucky for sure. <laughs> Unlucky. Well, that's what about good. you, Cam? How are you? <clears throat> Been good. Been just hanging out, watching watching the stuff that's been coming out. Nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, you know what we have been watching is... Um, have, did we talk about Ultimatum on Netflix? Or did I... Where did, did we talk about that? I talked about it with someone. Maybe it was on the one I wasn't on. Maybe. You Have you seen this like trailers for it on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. It was on the homepage a couple times, but basically it's just like it's a reality TV show, like all those millions of oh. other ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about that. I think uh, when we we're playing. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was it. But yeah, so it's either they get married or they break yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Dude, the two extremes. <laughs> this show is so ridiculous. Oh my god, the people on it are ridiculous. The show is ridiculous. We're on episode like six or seven of ten, I think. And it's it's terrible. I'm on episode seven. I, it, it is literally we after like episode two or three, we're like, this is just so frustrating and like annoying to watch. But there's a there's a reunion episode at the end. And I'm like, I'm just curious to know like what happens there. So I'm like, fuck it, we'll just watch everything and then just because I want to get to that episode. But yeah, is it's that like the finale. Yeah, yeah. It, the last episode's like a reunion. I'm assuming they're like. 
I'm assuming there'll be updates about like how things have gone. I'm just curious. All these people suck. I know none of it's gonna work out. Like I know you don't have to. I don't need to see it. I guess, but like just the fact you weren't on the show just means it's not gonna work yeah, out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. God, that's that so sh- funny. Show is ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Um, but other than that, I've been watching uh, Moon Knight as it's been coming out. I just the finale just came out today and it was fire. So um, it's pretty exciting. And then Doctor Strange. Going to see it on Friday, which is very exciting as well. Oh my god, I forgot that was coming out. I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. No one not like no one out here that I know really like watches mm. a lot of like the Marvel stuff. So I got you. I could, but I don't know if I want to be that dude in the back like, by himself, <laughs> you know. So maybe just I'm... wait until I can bootleg it or something. And yeah. I think I've gone to a movie once, maybe by myself. I can't remember yeah. which one though, but it might have been once. It's gotta feel one... a little bit sad. Yeah. Know? It's when it's when everyone was like gone back when like I was the only one left because everyone was. Oh, when we were at college. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what movie it was, but whatever. Anyways, we should probably get on to some Formula One and Formula Two and Formula Three. Big weekend. Um, Since we haven't talked about the Imola race um, since it happened, I think we might as well go over that a little bit. This is going to be a little bit less. formal i think than usual just because it's just two of us so and i figured maybe we'll change up the uh the programming you know whatever kind of go into a more whatever comes to mind kind of kind of show you know less structured whatever happens happens i love that yeah so no rules when it's just danny and cam <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> off the walls go. <laughs> the, the best combo the best combo let's be real. <laughs> but uh, the the real info the real people with the real info are here really at the end of the day right i mean the main content creators (laughs) are here tonight so don't don't you worry gabby gabby was asking me like who who on the pod like is like the most necessary i'm like well danny probably actually has the most information like most actual stuff to say but i'm like well at least arjun says like crazy shit so like i was gonna say arjun Arjun definitely has the most opinions (laughs) but definitely not the most facts yeah and drew at at least knows about betting and stuff so like that is interesting (laughs) but like uh, when it comes to formula one not as much as as us i'd say but drew's only purpose is just to help with the betting aspects (laughs) when we go to picking the teams he's like oh i like the over this guy let's take this Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we, we all have strengths and weaknesses, you know? So. Right. We complete each other. Exactly. So, exactly. It's a group effort. That's why we're all here. Um, <laughs> all right. But the Imola race, just in general, um, I don't know. I'd say wasn't my favorite race of the year. Pretty, kind of boring, especially the Formula One race. I think the other races were more exciting, definitely. Um, partially just because... I think the main problem with the Formula One race was that uh, it was like the conditions of having like literally only the dry line and like everything off of the dry line being like pretty wet still. Like people just weren't able to like send it off, like, you know, off the line, the racing line. So like it was impossible to pass. Yeah. I think that's really what happened because people were like flaming Lewis like that. I think it was uh, Albin, Gasly, and then Lewis. Yeah, like Lewis yep. just couldn't get past. It's you just never could go off the racing line, like onto the wet, like into the breaking zone to like actually make the pass on Gasly. So I think yeah, that definitely I, contributed to it. I think Imola is like one of the few tracks that slower cars are 
more entertaining. Like F1 mm. is almost too fast for that track. So we're at the point where they can't even really like race. Like it's a sick track. And, and I'm not saying that they need to take it off like they need to with Monaco. Sure, but, sure. Um, like the F3 race is probably one of the craziest races I've oh, ever yeah, seen. Oh yeah, the F3 race was awesome. Yeah, the F2 race was sick. But the, I mean, the rain definitely contributed to it with F1. But <clears throat> um, I mean, it was... It's pretty obvious the only place you can overtake is at the end of the first straight. Yeah. The one DRS zone. And it's like, it's a little boring when it's like they're just flying past each other because they can't defend them, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a it's a sweet track. It's a legend, legendary track for sure. I like the track, it's definitely. Definitely a driver's track. There's a lot of mistakes this weekend too. Yeah. Like throughout the weekend. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's a different kind of thing, right? Like generally you want to see all the drivers staying on the track and they're passing on the track, but it goes to show like how hard they're actually trying when they're making those mistakes. Cause if For the sure. track's too easy, then, you know, you're not going to see that. And then you're going to think, Oh, you know, it's going to make it look so easy, but you know, when you're out there and it's wet and you're going 200 down a straight going side <laughs> by side with someone like, yeah, it's no cakewalk. This isn't the video game, you know, it's real life. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of cool to see them make mistakes every once in a while too. Well, another thing that happened, I think, uh, well, it was the first sprint race weekend at Emola, which I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't understand. Like, just I feel like there's just like a circle jerk about hating sprint races. Like, on all for literally all Formula One content is just like a circle jerk about hating sprint races. And I don't know. Maybe I just don't get it personally. I yeah. love. I like the sprint race format a lot personally. So I would. I would say. I don't know. I feel like F1 and their fans. It's like all about like the legacy and the history of like where it's sure. come from and whatever. So the whole idea of like changing a very like key aspect of the race weekend is kind of like tough for a lot of people to like accept people sure. hate change, especially when it's been the same for like however many years, you know, it's been around since like, I don't even know. Is it like the fifties or something? Yeah, I think so. Fifties. Um, but that being said, we are not like F1 fans for like the past 20 years, right? right? Like we started watching two, three years ago. Yeah. And so we've only really known it. And this is like the first big change that we've seen. And we're like, okay, we've only had it the other way for two years. Like, it's not a big deal to us. Um, that being said, everyone that's complaining is a bunch of babies. This yeah. is definitely the better way <laughs> to have it <laughs> for sure. Not I think, I think like, I don't, I wouldn't want it to have happen like every weekend, like how yeah. it is in like F2 or F3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I do think the pure qualifying pace, like at the F1 level <laughs> is super important. Um, but it's like entertaining. I think the only thing I would change is don't give out as many points as you do for winning the the sprint races because it's it's kind of like eight points is a lot of points. It is a lot. I think one thing, the one thing I will say about the F1 sprint race is that F2 definitely has the right format for it with the reverse top 10 and qualifying, setting the grid for the sprint and the feature race. Yeah. I, I think I think that's if they did that in F1, I think it'd be perfect. And they have with them having six, I think they confirmed they'll have six next year compared to the three that they have this year. So, oh, nice. Hopefully they uh switch up the formatting at least for maybe I don't know if, I don't know if they would do a switch up the format for a couple of them and not the others, but hopefully yeah. they adopt the F2 format at some point. Yeah, I think definitely the reverse top 10 would be huge because how it is now it's i mean especially this year i guess because the cars are like not even close to being like the same yeah you know? mm-hmm. like the 
the Ferraris like starting or I guess the Red Bulls this weekend or that weekend was uh they were starting at the front for the sprint race and then just ran away with it because they're way faster than most of the other teams and then they right. get a bonus eight points and then right. they start on pole. It's like just a free way to just get way more points. And if that's happening, you know, if that happens three times a year, that's like a full race win just from the sprint races. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of points. Yeah. Even like I mean people are clawing for you know, four points if you finish in like, what is that, like 15th or something like that? I think to get eight points, what what position you have to finish in, it's probably like P6, Six, I think. Ish. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like, that. that's, that's like a solid result. Yeah. But I don't know. I think if it was flipped the other way, like 10th place starts in first, <clears throat> it would also entice more overtaking. It'd be a lot more like racecraft, which is kind of the point of sprint racing in the first place. Yeah. But just to like freely give the fast teams extra points unless they mess up by themselves out front it just i don't know doesn't seem like the right way to be just kind of handing out points to people just yeah. for being faster i agree i agree I, I i like the reverse hopefully they do that and another interesting aspect about sprint races is that like i don't know i listened to the dan lebatar show like said a couple times on the pod already but um they always talk about how they're they talk about baseball a lot they're like an older school <clears throat> kind of podcast and so okay a lot of them are, are they like, just old <laughs> yeah they're, they're old yeah <laughs> i guess that's what i mean okay, uh, okay. but they talk about baseball a lot and like it's like what is an old school podcast, <laughs> yeah. podcast? well they've been around for a long time but yeah they're, they are old um so a lot of them are like baseball fans and like i don't know they talk about how like baseball is, i mean baseball is like fucking dead for our generation you know yeah and so like i think it's and they're talking about they always talk about like how they need to make changes to like the game, the fundamentals, and like how some fans like you know baseball has like those people also that are like you know purists and like traditionalists, right? Who like that's like why baseball's dying. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I think it's like I was thinking about how it's interesting how Formula One is like kind of in a similar situation, but obviously it's much more on the upswing already right now than right. baseball, but like. Definitely interesting. I, I mean, it's people should be glad, I think, that Formula One is still looking to, like, evolve. Because at the end of the day, like, it is about entertainment, you know? And, like... Right. Cause, to an extent. Yeah. We've had the, we've had this convo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, we, don't, we never wanted to switch from just being, like, <clears throat> purely, like, racecraft and, like, who's the best driver to, ooh, which guy's the most marketable? What... Like, place can we go to that's going to pay us the most money? For sure, uh, for sure. Las Vegas, uh, Jetta. <laughs> for sure. Know? But uh, yeah, definitely don't want it to turn like full WWE or anything like that. But like, <laughs> can you imagine? The, those, yeah. races, those races would be the most insane thing. To that would actually happen. be kind of fun, low key, just like a, a scripted race where just like crazy shit happens. Like, that. Yeah, they did like a, you know, in Harry Potter, they have like the golden sish thing that flies yeah. around. They have that, but it's yeah. like, it's like a briefcase, like yeah. they had in WWE, but it's like flying around the track. <laughs> and so they're going like all different ways trying to grab this briefcase. Yeah. If you, if you get it, you win like the entire championship. Oh in my God. <laughs> the entire championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I just thought, think it's interesting that it's kind of just a similar situation with the traditionalists and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. Definitely. I mean, you see that everywhere too. People were doing the same thing in soccer when they started introducing VAR. Right. Because it, it's like, oh, referees messing up is part of the sport. It's like, mm. but it shouldn't be. That's not like <laughs> referees aren't supposed to mess up. Right. You know? Like that's not but, fun to have a 
Yeah, it's not fun to lose a game because your team got cheated or to win a game because you weren't supposed to. You know, it doesn't feel good either way. Right. But, you know, some people are like, oh, when's a win? Like, whatever. But it's like, (laughs) you're saying that because you won. (laughs) You know, like, it's not fair. Right. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure examples can be shown in every sport ever played ever. So, yeah. Very true. Um, Let's see. The other other thing about Imola that was brought up that weekend that we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier was like the long-term effects of porpoising on these guys. Like I think George Russell has been the main one quoted about like how his back and chest have had, he's had like chest pains. Like crazy. That sounds fucking awful. Like from porpoising. And so I don't know. I just think like at the end of the season, like it could really start a person. I think it could affect the championship. Like, especially for guys like Charles who is, has extreme porpoising and has very uh, like, you know, good chances down the line potentially to win the championship. Like who knows? Like we're on what race four or five now. Was it five? Uh, I think five is this weekend. Okay. Yeah. So like what? That's 18 races left. And so, yeah, it's a long, it's a, it's the longest season ever, isn't it? Yeah. Like even let's just say like 16 races from now, like, he starts having like, I don't know, like, if, and if the porpoising is just as bad in sixteen races, like, I can see him like being legit, like, unable to like, you know, function properly, right? And like that right. could be it. That could cost the championship. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting to think about. Like, that yeah. could really throw a wrench in everything. I know you were saying before this that it it can have like, it can have to do with those. Uh, what are they? Micro concussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I wonder if it's also like your eyes as well, like trying to stay focused on something and your head's constantly nodding right. up and down. Like your eyes are having to like go up and down. Back and forth. Yeah. Like, can you strain eye muscles? Is that a thing? <laughs> like there are definitely muscles in there. Yeah. You're yeah. definitely not used to doing that, you know? Sure, so sure. I, I don't know, but I would imagine going 200 bouncing up and down like two feet or so at a time, like every second is not, not good for any part of your body <laughs> to begin no. with, but uh, yeah i'm sure it just does all kinds of weird stuff to your vision too as yeah the whole like concussion and like micro concussion thing is super interesting too i mean i guess at the end of the day it's like part of the it's part of the sport but like also i, I saw people saying like maybe the fia should like put in regulations to where like the cars can't have porpoising like up to a certain degree or something like that yeah, I don't Which know. Is... I th- I think that's hard because the teams that aren't suffering from it are doing better. Exactly. But that's like the, I mean, let's go back two seasons to when Mercedes was insane and they had the dual axis steering, the DAS system. Right. And they were miles ahead of everybody and no one else could develop it because it was like so hard to probably develop for Mercedes. And it was so beneficial on the restarts and all of that, or like even on outlaps, whatever. Uh-huh. They just straight up banned it because it was so beneficial to them. I hate banning stuff just because it's so good. That yeah. defeats the entire purpose of innovating Definitely altogether. Yeah. But if they're going to be consistent, I could see them doing something like that. But yeah. also on the other side of it, the whole like methodology of the new car is using that ground effect. And so with ground effect, you're going to have porpoising. Yeah. So I don't know unless the regulations are your car has to be a little bit further off the ground, but then that would like, you know, the way Red Bull set up their car, 
is probably based around the fact that they don't have porpoising and they're that close to the ground. Exactly. So then if you change that, then it just screws up their whole balance. And then yeah. maybe Mercedes is dominant again, and then Red Bull's like a midfield team, you know? So yeah. it's not really fair either way. I guess the only difference between doing that and the Mercedes DAS thing they had was they were the only ones that had it and they created it and it was really good. And then they just uh, took yeah. it away. Mm-hmm. It's not like everyone, like some people are struggling, some people aren't. And then it just benefits all the people that aren't that are struggling, you know? So mm-hmm. I guess it only affected one team, but um, yeah. And it's, I guess it's also not like Mercedes really needed it. I think they won that championship by like 200 points or something. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely it would be super interesting if they, try to change any of the regulations. I doubt they do. Unless, unless it's, if we're midway through the season and it's not close at all in the championship, yeah. they're like, ooh, let's make this a little more interesting. Uh, Pull yeah. Michael Massey on it and just like, <laughs> hey, new regulations mid-season. Good luck with that. And just little, make everything closer. Yeah, yeah just benefits, patch. all the benefits to Haas and Williams <laughs> and then none to Red Bull, like yeah, somehow, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, the other thing about the purposing real quick, I just want to say is that I think the Mercedes porpoising, like, it looked like, I forget if it was George or Lewis, but one of them, it looked like it almost tossed them, like, straight up. Yeah. Like, they're yeah, running yeah, straight, yeah. and, like, on the jump up, like, the car kind of, like, you know, lost yeah. and turned in the air. I was like, that was Yeah, they're, like, a little they're close. Like, literally, like, like, skipping down that the streets. That could have lost it. That could have yeah. lost a car there, for sure. Yeah, from that. I was like, geez. Yeah, because there's that like little kink left at the end of the straight. At yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah he was like Larry Hoffman and he turned a little bit and the yeah. wheels definitely, they didn't land straight in front. It was like a little bit off yep. of the side. And like that very <laughs> easily could have just like jumped you sideways and just thrown you into the yeah. wall. Going yeah, yeah. You know? It's 100%. crazy. It's super, super dangerous. 100%. But I don't know. Speaking of Mercedes, they're supposed to have some upgrades. So... <laughs> Hopefully they won't be hopping into any walls this weekend because it's looking like another Jetta type track. So yeah, well, how about we? We'll move on to this weekend upcoming. Okay, um, let's do it. I don't know. I've heard. Well, how about we talk about upgrades since we kind of talked about a lot, a little bit already? Or you brought it up? Okay. Um, there was. I've heard. Well, we'll start with Mercedes. I heard. I saw a tweet at on the Formula One Reddit. I'm not sure how. Incredible. I didn't quite understand what this tweet <laughs> meant, but Bucky it's from like an F1 like reporter. It's from, from it's from an F1 reporter, to be fair. But okay. um, uh, they're saying how depending on how Mercedes does this weekend and the upgrades that they're bringing will, I think, determine how their upgrades will be. Basically, they were saying that like if this weekend goes bad, Mercedes might just fucking cut the season and just like give up and start developing for 23 which i thought was interesting. oh like you're in like pull a hoss like still race but not yeah okay yeah 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 okay yeah which, that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty I mean, I mean that's such a loser attitude i really yeah. hope they don't do that i, I mean, know me too <clears throat> i don't know i can't imagine you win the last seven constructors titles straight and then you go, Oh, we aren't fast this year, we're just gonna stop racing. That's a yeah. bad look. That's it's a really bad, bad look. look. Cause then if they what if they never are like a top team again with these new regulations? Like maybe Red Bull continues to improve and they're just trying to play catch up every year, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, are you just not gonna try any year then? Like what's the point of you being here? You know? Yeah. But, but 
I mean, we're only we're on the fifth race of I know. a 22 race season. Like, That's why I thought it was kind of crazy to even read because I was like, wow, that'd be, I mean, that would, kind of, that would really suck, obviously, for the sport, like for this yeah. season. I mean, because I, I think if Mercedes gets it right, they could still be contenders, like at the end of the season for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, constructors, 100%. Oh, yeah. I was definitely going to say, like, I guess this is <laughs> the next topic I was going to bring up. Mm hmm. Uh, we need some put some more respect on George's name first of all. <laughs> Yo, I <laughs> bringing I, this I, conversation up now. I I loved all the memes coming out of Imla about like Lewis, like you know, struggling with the bad card. Like yeah, George is George like, is like oh, this I was born so in this. You know, <laughs> I you really adopted the dark. I, I was, was born in a shitty car, bro. Like fuck <laughs> out of here. This is my this is my realm. It is, it is so crazy though, like because. To be fair, I'm not saying Lewis is only fast because he has a fast car, but he has only yeah. had like perfectly working, perfectly working machines yeah. for the past, you know, seven years of racing. I, I don't really see it that surprising being like the first few weekends, he's in a bad car, like trying to get to grips with like, okay, I can't actually turn how I should be able to. Like, right. how do I not turn the right way, but go faster, basically. And it's weird. And like... That's what George has been doing for the past like three years. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And the only difference is this car is probably faster than the one he was in before. So he's probably like, oh, this is pretty yeah. nice. Like, major upgrade for him. You know, right. Major downgrade yeah. for Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. It's like basically <laughs> Williams was like here. And then Mercedes now is like probably here. And now Mercedes before was like up here. And now he's coming all the way down. Yeah. Compared to like, he's like, oh shit, this is way better. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. But. Just bringing up the George comment because he's looking pretty good this year. I it's, don't know. Every weekend, it's like a little bit closer to the. It's closer to like the. Oh, is Lewis really that good of a driver? Or is George <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the next greatest of all time? I mean, I don't I was, know. Well, well, that's a, that's a, <laughs> it's all time. I like that. I mean, that's a leap, but I like it. Um, no, but I was good. I was thinking about this the other day actually because people always bring up how in was it 2019 when Charles joined Ferrari, like mm-hmm. how right off the bat, like Charles basically, you know, was out qualifying and, and out finishing Sebastian Vettel yeah. that year. And like how he like didn't listen to the team orders, you know, when there was, and he would race him. Um, and I was trying to think about how similar of a situation that is to Mercedes this year. And I was, I don't know, it, it's similar, but I don't know if I'd say it's the exact same thing because there's been a lot of talk about how Lewis has been taking more experimental setups on his car. And I think uh, in Australia, I, I don't know if it was just Lewis or both cars, but there was a story about how they had a bunch of extra sensors, like adding weight um, that weekend during the race. Because they're just trying to figure out like what the fuck oh, just, was going just like on. a big practice session, basically. Yeah, basically. And so like, and in 2019, I think the Ferrari was like a legit good car. Or, I mean, obviously they didn't yeah, win. Yeah, they, like, they were like it was a good car. Weren't they contenders that year? Right? I think that was the year they cheated. But so yes, <laughs> it was a good car, but they cheated. But yeah, <laughs> they were super fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think it's a little bit of a different situation in that sense. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Or do you think it's kind of, or do you, or or do you think you know it's the same thing? Like George is coming for the top of the team, you know, like he's been a good yeah. one. 
I mean, it's it's similar in the sense that um, obviously it's a young guy coming in with like a seasoned multiple time world champion as their teammate and then mm-hmm. doing better than them. But I think it's different in the way that Mercedes is not a contender, and he is like. I mean, by he, I mean George. George has been, like, consistently the better driver so far this year, which is crazy. Right. Through through four races. Um, and maybe, I mean, I can't vouch towards whether or not he's using experimental setups. I don't really know what that looks like. Okay, That yeah. might just be blowing yeah. smoke. Because why would you, like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any <clears throat> sense. In what, in what world would you put on an experimental setup, realize it's slower in practice, and then continue to use it? You know, I think for the yeah. whole weekend. I think also. I think maybe they meant also just like a more high risk setup. Like a. I don't know. I. I don't know okay, the details. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, setups are probably way more complicated than we yeah. could ever understand. So. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. But I mean, I'll take I'll take it at its word that that is happening. <laughs> then that's sure. cool. Maybe George is showing like the potential of where they're at now, and then they're using Lewis as like a benchmark of like, oh, let's just try things out with him and see what happens. And then maybe they're gonna, maybe they're like sandbagging George a little bit, and they're trying to just catch everyone by surprise by the end of the year. The, Mer- the Mercedes master class, I doubt that's what's happening. That's what's happening. But um, if there's any Mercedes fans listening, yeah, you can hold on to that for your hope for the season that something's actually ultimate sandbag. How epic would that? Can you be? imagine? Yeah, just just wait until like the last five races, and then Dude. just go one two every weekend, and then just win both. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be so epic i wouldn't i legit would not even be mad about that like that would yeah. be so epic if they did they, that. they come to the last race and they have like a tarp over the car like the silk thing they unveil yeah. it it's just like a brand new setup like all new wings and all arrow yeah, yeah. and then they get on track they're doing like 230 down the straights and shit <laughs> it's like i would not shit. even be mad yeah that'd be pretty sick I would that, be would down be sick. That. <laughs> that would be sick um what was, okay, what else were we talking about? Um, George and Mercedes. Anything else there, or um, the other upgrade things? Kind of going back to one yeah. topic. Um, the other one that I wanted to talk about was Ferrari. I heard are bringing. They had the new power unit in Science's car last race, but Charles is getting the new power unit for this race. Um, Science didn't really get to show it off. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about that either. But that really sucks for him. Like yeah. he's. He's not out, it. but it's not looking good for him. Uh, but so I think Charles is getting a new power unit, and I think they're bringing some other upgrades um, to the car as well, which Red Bull did for the last race. So okay, we'll see um, if they kind of are able to bring it back. Because I mean, Red Bull was definitely the faster car. Uh, definitely, yeah. Last race uh, in the dry, at least in the wet, I think the Ferrari actually looked really good. But yeah. I mean, yeah. if Ferrari figures out it's porpoising, I think it'll be quite a bit closer because they they were also bouncing pretty bad last weekend too. I think it was even worse it was than bad. It was before, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I was gonna say maybe I think it affects signs more maybe than Charles, but that's just a guess straight up. But Number hopefully, signs driver. can, huh? Number two driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope he. I hope I would love to see. Like uh, in the next like four or five races, I would love to see Signs get like two or three wins. That'd be awesome to get him back into this thing. But um, yeah. I don't Tough know. Chance. Yeah. I speaking of, I think that's that's all I wanted. I had for the upgrade talk because I I haven't written any of this down. This is just off the top of my head. But yeah. um, for 
the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, kind of how we've, I think, especially in my betting F1, I think I've been chasing a little bit more than, uh, and especially in our, in also in our uh, fantasy team drafts, I think we've been chasing a little bit more than we should be. It's kind of hard because it's only been four well, races. Chasing glory? What do you no, mean? No, no, no. I, I mean, like, chasing, like, like past results and like projecting oh, them forwards, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, because I, I think it's probably you guys didn't pick McLaren at all. I know. Well, I think it's been especially even at the top. I think it's been interesting that they've been ping ponging back and forth, like legit. Even though there's been yeah. like DNS, which I think has kind of made it obscured the whole like back and forth kind of thing. Right. But like, right. Each race has been back and forth. Ferrari, Red Bull, Ferrari, Red Bull so far. Right. So, I I don't know, like, so you would think Ferrari for this upcoming upcoming weekend, especially with the like the new upgrades coming. Yeah. Uh, you would think that, but I don't know. That's I guess that's the whole, whole point of it, of betting. I guess it's kind of hard. Right. To, <laughs> right. They make it hard so they don't lose money. Yeah. 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 But so I I just bring that because I think I'm a I'm gonna stick with that because I I think I'm gonna go with um ferrari this weekend i might play some bets on i think i might go f- place a bet for charles to win you want to do uh pull one two three yeah how about we get into get that yeah 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 um all right i'll, I'll do the two that aren't here okay. um first okay arjun's is okay so for pull arjun has charles and then he has charles to win the race max in second place and lewis p3 Oh, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, do you want to do the bull prediction now, or you want to go, come back around for that? Um, I'd say just do now. Yeah, just okay. run through everybody. And then for his bull prediction, he had McLaren at four and five, which I think we not both agreed bold. was not bold enough at right. all. Considering window literally got a podium last week. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But uh, but then he added. A leg, to a parlay, or a leg to his parlay, his bull prediction parlay. He said, and George will finish um, out of the points, which is also, I'll take it. But either of them was on their own. I don't know if I would take yeah. his bull prediction. You know, I mean, I think, I think George is. I feel like that's a fair one. Yeah, I mean, only only driver top five every race. <laughs> that's fair. Out there, that's fair. That's know? fair. There has been. That is, that's a good point. That's based, a good point. Based on the season so far, I think it'd be bold to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have Drew, who didn't have a bold prediction, but his um, Drew had pole position going to Charles, and then he had Charles winning the race, and then he had Sergio in second and Max Verstappen in third place. So a uh, little switch up at okay. Red Bull, which okay. is interesting. Um, I don't know. How, how about we go over those first? How are you feeling? What do you think about either of those? Anything that stands out to you? Um, I mean, Lewis, obviously. Yeah, that's well. I'm not gonna <laughs> say it because I'm not gonna say that's not gonna happen because Arden has gotten these right the past, <laughs> or he hasn't gotten pole one two three but, right, but he has gotten yeah. bowl predictions for the past two weeks right. Yeah, he even so, called the whole war thing going on. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I'll I'll add that to his list as uh, he's a psychic dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll. So yeah, he's been on a roll, but um, I definitely don't think Lewis is going to be getting a pole or a podium here. 
But maybe if the upgrades come through, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Actually, I don't hate it as much as I thought. Now that I'm speaking out loud. We'll see how Not the upgrades bad. are. Yeah. yeah. They're going to need some nice upgrades and no experimental setup. Well, it's interesting too, because especially since McLaren has been, I think we kind of talked about this, how McLaren has actually been the fastest Mercedes power team. Right. You know, so far, which is kind of ridiculous. Makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so if Mercedes can become the most fast, uh, mercedes power team you know then uh yeah, then they're up there yeah, yeah then that then they're because lando just got a podium so it could be lewis you know definitely right um and to be fair he got a podium with uh red bull dnf and a ferrari spinning out yeah. but i mean even if he got p5 that would have been crazy so true 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 um and then oh yeah i just went, i already went over Drews. Drews, i think is interesting that he has sergio over max i like that too i just said he yeah. liked Drews. i liked it too it's not bad um yeah, like they both have charles winning and taking pole which is interesting um okay yeah. so for me then i'll say man i already know who is your pole <laughs> i already know I, to say it. dude i like i it's i don't want to say it again but like i'm gonna go pole for charles hell yeah i'm gonna go charles Ride for the win or die yeah <laughs> And I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go. Signs, signs, signs. A uh, second place in the race, and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Perez in third place. Okay. Because I think Sergio's look. I mean, I not that I think. I mean, clearly Sergio's been killing it uh, in the season so far. Yeah. Doing a lot better. Uh, so I, I I can see Sergio. It's it's a little bit of a home race for Perez too. You know. It's, yeah. Miami's definitely. pretty you know home racey for him so that's nice so we'll see what about what do, what do you think about that uh i mean i like that too i'm definitely throwing paris up okay. there as well okay. um i think for mine i'm gonna say pole's gonna be max okay i think in pure pace i think the red bulls are kind of just untouchable especially on the fast tracks mm. i know like jetta was super close as well but i mean it's been a couple weeks since then, or more than a couple weeks, but a couple weeks of development, a couple weeks of racing. Um, but I think, uh, I'm going to say Charles is going to win. I'm going to say Perez comes second, and then Max comes third. Perez second and Max in third. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going off the, the whole big brain Charles Coming to play with the three DRS zones. <laughs> I like that. Which might not be as easy with the DRS yeah. zones being on, on exit, which is Rem- huge. Wait, wait. Remind us to talk, talk about, about that. Yes, yes. We can remind talk about us, that later. Remind me. I was legit, legit just about to tell you to remind okay. us to talk about that after we do the bold predictions. Okay. Um, um, and then my bold prediction for this yeah. week. So we did a little bit of research before we started the podcast. So, so far, each weekend, Latifi has crashed or spun out at least once. So I think it's bold enough to say that I'm going to predict that he isn't going to crash this weekend, no, not in practice, qualifying, or in the race. At no point this weekend, Latifi is going to crash. I love it. I love it. I'll allow it. I think that's uh, based on you know past results and past uh, <laughs> the trend. consistency. Yeah, the trend. I think that is bold. <laughs> so oh we'll God. take that. For, for my bold prediction also, I'm going to go with, um, in a similar vein, to you except the opposite i'm gonna say we get the first teammate on teammate crash this weekend oh i hope so 
Yeah. That'd be so sick. I'm gonna go for the first teammate on teammate crash. I don't I don't is that, is that bold enough? Do I have to say who? Or that I can give some options or what do you think about that? Um I guess it's pretty vague to be fair. I would I yeah, I I'm gonna say you need to be more specific. Give me at least like what two teams you think. Okay. Two teams? Yeah, give me two teams. Okay. I I'll say I think Albin and Latifi are okay. maybe my first choice. I'm guessing Latifi <laughs> into it's to get it. <laughs> maybe I'm forgets saying. the breaks in the turn one. Takes that, out the that seems like a pretty high value uh, choice out of all the teams. Um, <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah, yeah. And and then I'll go with. I don't think this one is as likely, but it would be spicy. I'm gonna say Charles and Carlos. I think oh. to come together here. Okay. I, could, I could see Carlos really Carlos pushing. Carlos frustrated. Yeah. And maybe making a mistake and costing them both. So I definitely I definitely thought you were going to say Fernando and Ocon. Yeah. I, I could see that too. I think they're just... I mean, they almost already did. <laughs> that's what I mean. I think they're like... I feel like they're... Like Alpine, I think is like a safe like third or fourth in the constructors. Like I don't think... Even if they both crashed for a race, I think like it'd be whatever so like i think they're like maybe in a more calmer mental state to like just kind of race you know and not have to worry about the pressure of right all just that. like get after it yeah yeah and like you said they've already been you know wheel to wheel in uh, yeah. saudi so i was yeah. thinking too for this weekend uh it's gonna be really hot and we've already seen quite a few engine explosions mm. so if I if I was doing another one, it would have been around more DNS like Ooh. engine failures. Yeah, because we're definitely seeing a lot of those this year. And I think it's gonna um, be hot, hot. It's gonna be crazy, and it's on new track. Right, you know, right. DNS. We were talking about um, this last week how Ferrari. Um, we, we, me and Drew were talking about betting and how Drew was gonna bet on the first car to DNF. And I think he <laughs> yeah. bet on like Aston or something. But we we're saying the past two weeks in australia and imola it's been a ferrari that has been the first day dnf and like the odds for that were insane like if people put money right. on that you made so much money you could have bought a house so like yeah and so it's interesting i think we'll see about the dns this weekend but i could definitely see a couple um at least yeah i wouldn't be shocked and the weather and all that yeah for sure um and then real quick how about we just talk about the the track layout and uh basically the DRS zones and stuff like that. Uh, we, we were talking about a little, a couple of days ago, how basically at this track, they moved the DRS detection zones to corner exits instead of like corner entrances. Um, like it has been for the past couple of races, which basically is going to take away the whole DRS chicken thing that Charles and yeah. Max has, have gone into a couple of times, which I think is good because it just, it's cool. It was cool, but it feels kind of shitty, you know, like having to, yeah, you know, try to race slow. You know, that's kind of right. That's the whole thing. I mean, it doesn't like eliminate that. To be fair, like to yeah. a certain extent, like well, they can just break earlier and then let them buy in the corner <clears throat> and then try to get a good exit on them and be. Yeah, them, that's true. Know? That's true. But like, that's a lot harder to do. It is a lot just, harder like, because then they he can react, you know, and then break as well and then For stay sure. behind him. But yeah. if it's at 
corner entrance, it's like you're breaking at your breaking point, you know? Yeah. If they catch you off guard, you're going so fast, there's no way you can like react in time. But I think it's definitely better. And I don't think people are going to be, I don't know, playing games like that. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm actually like super excited for this weekend. I wasn't initially that excited for this race, but now seeing the track with all the DRS zones, I think it's going to be yeah. like a sweet race. Well, another thing that I think even, you know, this incentivizes the DRS chicken is that the DRS zones themselves seem to have been, it's a new track, so you can't really say they've been shortened, but it's, they're not like the entire straight, you know? Right. Yeah. Which is, which is good. I, we were talking about how, you know, ways to fix the DRS and that was kind of yeah. one of them, like, you know, going for making them shorter parts of the straight so that it's just not simply just not as powerful which yeah. i think is good it's good yeah definitely and i think too especially i think it's for this track specifically there's that the straight after they come over like the three overpasses and then that leads to the straight across the finish line i think we're going to see tons of passing in those areas i think mm. this would be sweet because it's you know you get the drs down one straight and then you exit the next corner and then if you pass them, then the person behind you gets DRS and then they'll fight right back and get you going like on the main straight. Uh, And also where the DRS is placed right before the finish line, I think it's really sweet because I think you can actually like drag race to the finish line if they're close enough. That is fun. Yeah. Which is sweet. So I literally, as you know, just the most fraudulent, shit this track has been making of it like as much yeah. as as much as that you literally in your sentence you said the track goes underneath an overpass it underneath under the overpass. it goes underneath the overpass that was literally <laughs> what you said and that's literally true but but I, think I hope to i hope to god those things are shut down for the race <laughs> there's yeah, gonna be talk- about like five thousand people and five thousand cars <laughs> on that overpass i i think this track is gonna be i think it does look like it's going to be good for racing. Like, I think it'll be a cool track, hopefully, because it looks yeah. cool, even though it's been fraudulent. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's really just that one corner of the track that looks like super bootleg. Yeah, especially like even before the overpasses. Like, I, I know you've seen the pictures, but there's that picture of like the there's like an on ramp that goes like literally through the track that goes directly <laughs> to the highway. Oh, my God. And so like that, I uh, watched this video of this guy like you can go there now and like take videos of the track and everything and one of the roads goes like directly through the track like on both sides and yeah they, it's like it's open because it's a normal road right i guess normally but it's like that's so weird like you built a track going like perpendicular to a highway on-ramp i don't know that just seems a little like like an afterthought like those corners specifically it's like oh shit, we got to connect this to the rest of the track. How are we going to do it? (laughs) Like, fuck it. Just like throw it under here. Like, that'll be fine. Like no one needs to look at this area, you know, but it's that. And then also the thing with like the fake water and like the the blurry blue carpet water, whatever that shit is. (laughs) Carpet water. That's so (laughs) good. So ugly, but they're they're trying to be Monaco. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not Monaco. It'll never be Monaco. So just got to make it your own thing. I, I don't know why. I don't know who thought it would be a good idea to put boats in a parking lot in the first place. Yeah. They're not on the water. Yeah. You know, like boats yeah. are reserved for water for the most part. <laughs> they like made fake docks and put it, boats on stilts on top of blue carpet. 
or like hell oh, it's on water guys look how cool it looks like what are you doing it's so weird it's a bad look it's yeah. a bad look but it's an accurate representation i'll say that much it's uh, <laughs> of just everything florida united states right <laughs> florida man builds f1 <laughs> uses carpet for water <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much um, That's so funny. let's see is there anything else we want to talk about oh are we we talk about f2 and f3 a little bit i guess we should do our our bold prediction reviews. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From Imola. Yeah, we are kind of jumping all over the place, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so our bold predictions from Imola. We have no these rules on this podcast, Cam. Don't yeah, forget. true. Remember, well, this is this is the crazy, <laughs> the crazy pod. Anything goes. Uh, okay, so for Imola, the bold predictions I had both Alphas, um, Alpha Romeos in top eight, which I was wrong. I had Botas. But not Joe. Um, Where's Joe? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, he was uh, 15. 15. Okay. Yep. Yeah, not so good. Um, <laughs> then we had. Well, didn't Joe? He crashed with uh, Gasly in the sprint or something. He, I think. he was. He was driving well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I think he got tangled up in that corner. Yeah. That first corner. Um. But then Drew had George in fourth place. Lewis in fifth. And Charles out of the top five, which was actually low key pretty genius. Um, what well, did George get fourth? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was low key pretty genius, except for the Lewis part. Holy shit, that was so close. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. That was low key. Fucking almost... Lewis, dude. I know that was uh, unfortunate. Uh, Lewis, Argent... you got dudes betting on you. Quit messing around with your setup and let's get <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, for real. I'm trying to make some money. Uh, Arjun had Lando podium. Oh yeah, this was the Arjun ego weekend. Oh yeah, let's oh, go Arjun. Shout out somehow, to Arjun. Like what was it? A week before the race, he predicted Lando for podium, and he fucking yep. got it. Which he is... just needed a sniff of McLaren success, <clears throat> and oh, just straight word. to the podium. Jeez, man. Yeah. So Arjun's <laughs> ego is inflated. Uh, beware for the next <laughs> time he's on the pod. Just for anyone listening, be ready for that. I'm not ready for it. But prepare yourselves. Um, and then Danny, you had uh, Charles. Charles would have his first off, you know, or mess up this weekend. Oh yeah, good. good call. Oh yeah, call. I'm not gonna be as charged up as Arjun, but <laughs> I did. I did call it. So let it be on the record. That wait, I did wait, call wait till you get a couple in a row, buddy. Okay, and then you talk to Arjun. <laughs> just, just wait until Latifi doesn't crash this weekend. Then I'm coming after you next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, yeah fair enough fair enough then it's fair game then it's fair game but yeah loki we had some good ass predictions uh yeah last weekend yeah, for sure i think yeah. at least one of us has been right almost every weekend yeah yeah outside right. of jetta i think right yeah not bad um anything else we want to talk about from last week or the gp this week beyond um before we do the uh fantasy team draft no, I think I think that's about it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go pee real quick, and then uh, we'll do the draft. Keep this in the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep fill the keep the break the of you not talking. Danny, if you yeah. if you fill the airtime, I'll keep it in.
And time. I made it. Okay. All right. I said me... something right at the end. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. I said it really quiet. <laughs> uh, maybe in the playback. Um, okay. You ready for this thing? Yeah. All right. So, fancy team draft. Here we go. Um, format is we get five drivers and one constructor. One driver is a bonus driver who gains us one and a half times points. Uh, drivers get points for finishing position, um, starting grid position versus finishing grid position, laps led, um, um, doing better and doing better than their teammates, I think is all of it. And then constructors get points for both cars finishing and points uh, finishing position. So <clears throat> let's get into it. And we have $50,000 and, you know, each team, each team and driver costs a certain amount and we got to build a team that's under the salary cap of 50,000. So you ready for this? Oh yeah. You want to start with bonus driver? Uh, yeah. The bonus drivers are more expensive too, right? Right. Okay. Um, Ooh. Looks like the... For Why Charles... is Lewis so expensive? That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. You're the fifth most expensive person. Yeah, that's wild. And he hasn't gotten points in two of the race weekends. Right? Or one. I guess just uh, one. Uh, yeah. One. Yeah. But almost didn't in two. Um, let's see. Both Max and Charles Mac- are... Magnuson's up there a bit further above Alonzo. Oh, yeah, above Alonzo. Yeah. I see that's not... Right. Do these get updated each week? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I was curious how this was looking. Yeah, yeah, they get updated each week. So, Charles and Max are by far way more expensive than everyone else, which makes sense. Yeah. And so, the strategy for this, I think, is... You basically have to pick who's going to win the race. And if you and, get them... throw at, them on the double. Yeah, and if you get them as your bonus. bonus driver, then you pretty much have a really good chance of doing well. Hmm. So what do you think? Can I can I look at the constructor's yeah. costs? Yeah. Okay, Mercedes is still above McLaren. I'm yeah, pretty for, tempted with McLaren, low-key. For constructors, the... In expensiveness order, it's Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, um, Alpine, Haas, Alfa Romeo, Alphatari, Aston Martin, and the Williams. So yeah, yeah McLaren's Alphatari's fourth most three. expensive. I do. I like McLaren to be Me honest because it's cheap. Yeah, so they, get... I think they're like they're at a level too where it's not like their cars are like inconsistent. It just right. they're like consistently. I think they're consistently at the speed that they are. So I don't think there should be any issues with them, like at least getting points, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't um, had any DNFs or anything like that either, which is, well, right. Yeah. It's a crash, I guess, but that's know, mechanical track, failures. Yeah. 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 Which is good. Um, um, okay. So, so we got 42,400 left. Yeah. What are we thinking for? bonus i mean do we want to go for max or do you want to go for charles for this week basically that's what we have to decide on um i think we all pick charles to win okay so, <laughs> so, we'll so that. <laughs> that sounds good to me um charles is actually less expensive than max for bonus driver anyways so right um so we'll go for okay. charles as our bonus 
Now, do you want to try and build a team with both Charles and Max? And then pick that, up. I don't even know if that's possible. I'll try it. Let's try it. It's Throw tight. There. <laughs> okay, so. 13,000? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so with. Albon. Definitely Albon. Yeah, Albon for sure. Um, 10K left. Oh, wait. Not, we could actually do this. That's not bad, low key. If, if we could get like a Yuki, you think Yuki will have another good weekend here? Because Yuki hmm. got people, a lot of people a lot of points last weekend. Where did he end up last weekend? I have it pulled up. Uh, seventh, eighth. Did he really? Or sixth, oh wow, maybe? he was seventh. Seventh, okay. Yeah, Vettel was eighth. Yeah, Yuki had an amazing race last weekend. Wow, I did not know that. Or two weekends ago, whatever. Um, yeah, so Yuki would cost four thousand two hundred. We have ten thousand left. Yuki would cost four thousand two hundred. Oh, I'm kind of liking a, a Yuki Fernando. So Fernando for 5,800 and Yuki for 4,200. $100 left over. Dude, that's kind of a sick lineup. That's kind of nice. So got, yeah, we got Charles and Max. Yeah, and McLaren. Okay, so we have Charles as our bonus for 17,000, Max for 11,800, Albin for 3,400. Fernando Alonso for 5,800 and Yuki Sonoda for 4,200. And then our constructor, McLaren, for 7,600. That's pretty sick. Yeah, Loki, we might have just made a super team in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Loki. much easier when it's just two people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loki, we might have just made a super team in like two minutes, bro. Um, I actually okay. got it down to $100 remaining. That's pretty sick. I don't I like know. This. I'm trying to see if there's any drivers that are like a hundred dollars more than what yeah. we have is there any way we could get botas on here because i think he is in for a fantastic weekend Botas is 7400 i'm gonna put both i'm putting money on botas for a top six this week for sure but i don't know if there's any way we could fit him into here actually he yeah a little more expensive than i last mean week. we're spending like half of our money on two people it would have to be botas and like latifi pretty much Probably. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. No, I don't like that. I don't like. He's that. not crashing this weekend, but he's still coming in last place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much. Not uh, not ideal. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like this. I don't know if I would. Yeah. Let's see. If we didn't get Yuki, it would have to be Joe, I guess, or Vettel. If we got Vettel, let's say we got Vettel, because he'll. Well, actually, I don't know if he'd get. Uh, well, let's try it. Let's try okay. it. Just throw just, him in just there. Just because I don't know if Vettel is a, a lock to beat uh, so, Lance Stroll, but let's just is say. Is there anyone that's like $700 more than what we have? We get Magnuson. So we could get Magnuson instead of Alonzo. I mean, I feel like that's about the same. Yeah. I'm also, Alonzo, Alonzo's due for a good weekend. Like, really due. Yeah. Yeah. I think, does he have zero points? He DNF'd again. Does he have zero points? Let me check. Um, let me look. Yeah, surely he does right not. Now. But I think he might. <laughs> surely not. But also maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he um, has no. He has points. He has two points. <laughs> two points. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I think it's two really... points and like three DNFs or something. A rough, rough season so far for him. So yeah, and he's been fast, which is the thing. Yeah, he could have been front row in Australia. Yeah. So he I think he should have been, but he went off. I think he's due. For a good yeah, race. So I, I like, like that. Fernando. 
Yeah. Um, I guess it's more Vettel or Yuki then. Unless, let's see. I mean, I like Yuki way more than Vettel, I think. I think. I don't know, Yuki's... I mean, like kinda... I mean, no, I I think I'd agree with that. Aston Martin looks terrible this year. Yeah, that's true. Just in general, their car is just not good. Not Loki... that AlphaTauri is much better. Yeah, I was going to say, Loki AlphaTauri hasn't been super inspiring either. I think they've been better than Aston, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let me look at the... It's this is risky though, cause like this is kind of what I mean. This, we're we're chasing a little bit, like you know. We're putting a lot of faith in two people. Yeah, but, but also to like, be fair, like one of them has won each of the races so far, right? Yeah. Well, I I I have faith. I like the Charles and Max uh, picks, but what I mean is, I think we're. I also really like this Fernando pick because I think he is due for a good race. But the Yuki pick, I think it, we're chasing a little bit in that. I mean that we're kind of basing you know, how we feel about him a lot on what he did last race and maybe yeah, also predicting what he might do in this race, which yeah. I think is interesting for Yuki because it is a brand new track and I don't know if he has like a necessarily a bad history at new tracks, but um, he seems like yeah. the type of person to me that might. I mean, I thought you could also flip it the other way though, right? It's like, Yuki's been struggling on new tracks in a faster car, right? Mm-hmm. But now this is a new track to everybody. So it's That's true. That's true. A bit more of a level playing field. That's true. Because no one's raced on it before. Yeah, so I mean we would have that, to go with... that could be for anybody then. I also think that bodes well for Fernando as well, because I think he's just like a top tier driver true. as is. So I think that he'd probably adjust faster than most. Yeah, okay. Well let's say we go. We could go Joe. Wait, okay. Do you like Joe or Vettel better as a if we did a different version of this? Hmm. I mean, would it make a difference? It's only two hundred bucks difference. Just well, just, gotta pick. Just just, so you to pick. just to pick. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I'm. I kind of feel like Joe. Joe. You think? Yeah. It could be the interesting. Car is nice. If it's gonna. Be wet this weekend though. Aston did do pretty decent. In like the wet. I would say, look at on this list right now. Look at the difference between the two Aston Martin teammates and the two Alfa Romeo teammates. Yeah, like the Alpha is fast. It has potential to be fast. That's true. Okay, that's true. Okay, so let's say we go Joe. Let's see. Would we be able to change out Albin? Could get Vettel. I think I like though? Albin better. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, I- I'm down for this team. I think we nailed it. I think we just nailed it in two minutes. I think we did. You think so? Sticking with Yuki? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think Yuki or Joe would be good, but I'm cool with I think one. I guess... Um, I kind of want to do this just because there's only $100 left and it's more satisfying. More satisfying, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it could be... Both of them are probably not favorites to beat their teammates. I think Yuki has a better chance to beat Pierre, though than joe yeah, does and he has yeah i don't so, think joe has beat Baltas. no i don't think so so yeah i think i think for that that sake i would say yuki okay so i'm down for that i like that i want to do a final final read off yeah yeah okay so um for we have a hundred dollars left in our salary and our team lineup is charles leclerc as our bonus driver for seventeen thousand and one hundred dollars then we have Max Verstappen 
for $11,800. And then we have Alex Albin for $3,400. Then Fernando Alonso for $5,800. And lastly, Yuki Tsunoda for $4,200. And our constructor is McLaren for $7,600. So we'll see how we do. Yeah, I'm like this. And just some other picks like I was saying earlier. I think uh, I like Botas, top six, going to be putting money on that. I think I'll probably put money on Charles for the win, but I don't know if I'll do anything beyond that. Do you think, uh, side note, you think George is keeping his top five streak alive? I'm going to say no, unfortunately for him. <laughs> I think I think he's getting a concussion mid-race from the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he passes out. I, it's... Yeah, that's not a good look. Let, let's not, yeah, let's not hope for speak that into existence. Yeah, no. yeah. George, not be safe it. out there, Mr. Russell. <laughs> just be go well. fast enough to where you don't porpoise. Who cares if you get fast? Just, <laughs> just stay lift. Safe. Just lift, man. It's okay. Stay, stay safe, King. <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll end it. Um, sounds good to me. Uh, thanks for listening, people. Uh, we'll catch you all back next week, probably. For at some point, I'm not going to say which day for sure. We'll see for our view pod of the Miami GP. But this has been the pod. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all later. Bye, buddy. <laughs> later.